Welcome to the Andy Griffin Show, the number one talk show in St. George, starring Andy Griffin. Yeah, we are number one, and it's because of you. Thank you for listening today. If you uh, have something on your mind, I'd love to hear from you at 673-5890. And uh, it's Mayor Thursday, so Mayor Kenny Nielsen is my guest today. Mayor uh, is uh, on telephone today. Couldn't quite make it in. Got some actual uh, you know, uh, job stuff to do. Imagine that working, Mayor. <laughs> <laughs> some actual work stuff I had to do. I know. It's crazy. What are you thinking? <laughs> Uh, but I appreciate you still uh, helping uh, helping us out by coming uh, on via the telephone. Absolutely, and I apologize, Andy. I I really uh, anticipated being there. We I just uh, just had a customer that needed something in an emergency, and it was in, in Cedar City, and so I'm on my way home. If you I'm know, not near. If you were not, if you were a full-time mayor, I'd be kind of mad at you. Be like, come on, man, make some time for me. Yeah, but right, considering right, you have to have right. an actual real job and, as well as mayor, that, that's pretty excusable, <laughs> Kenny. Pretty excusable. Yeah, okay. So, well, hopefully, I don't cut out, and then I'll just pull over here and we'll, we'll visit. How's that? Be awesome, yeah. Um, okay, all right. A couple of things happening with uh, with Washington City. First, I, you know, we, we were involved in the Washington County Fair Parade. I was in it, and you were in it. Uh, the crowds were great. I was really impressed with how many people came out. Uh, I think, you know, it goes back to what I've been saying here for a month or, or two, is people are just itching to get out of their houses and do something different. And, and uh, I mean, they were at, at some point. Place, in some places right there in, in Washington City on Telegraph, they were eight deep. There were people lined up all over the place, Kenny. You are exactly right. I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I think people are wanting and ready to get out, socialize, and visit. And the parade was a good venue to do that, I believe. It was well attended, a lot better than I had anticipated. Uh, we did have to, at the last minute, change the parade route, but I, I don't know if that created any, really any issue. We were going to go up Main Street, but it wasn't quite ready. We were pouring concrete that day, and I didn't really want people writing their names in the concrete or their handprints. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> I've, I've never <laughs> done that, Kenny. No way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't say that I haven't. So, but like I said, it was well attended, and I think the the little event afterward was well attended. Uh, And from what I observed, for the most part, people were were trying to social distance. Some had masks, some didn't. So, overall, I agree with you, Andy. It was I think it was a good a good venue to have. And, and let's be honest, the, the the percentage of mask wearers was not great. I would say maybe one in ten or less had maybe. masks on. Yeah. Did, yeah. Did, did you? Did you? I, I mean, I, you know, I don't want to bring up controversy, but did you have people saying, "Hey, why didn't you enforce this? Why didn't you?" Were, were people giving you a hard time as mayor of Washington City? You know what? I did not. While I was there in attendance, I did receive a couple of emails from another reporter. From another news agency, uh, texted me and asked uh, that, that they had received a couple of complaints. But other than that, no, not 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 during the venue. Okay, that's, they that's were just good. concerned that, that they their observation was nobody was wearing masks, and everybody was just kind of hanging out. And I said, "Well, yeah." <laughs> I, I it would... goes back to the it goes back any to my 
principles and let them govern themselves and let the, let the chips fall where they may, to, to uh, repeat a cliche, you know? So, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, school's starting today, and that's that's a fascinating case study right there. Because we're going to obviously, the, the rules are they have to wear a mask, and they're supposed to try to social distance. But uh, you know, the bell rings in a in a in a school, and everybody goes in the hallways to to get to their next next class. I can tell yeah. you this: most yeah. of the schools, there's not going to be six feet between each person, not even close. Right, not even close, not even close. That will be a very interesting week. Uh, you now, next couple of days, and then next week for. Washington County because we're actually the, uh, the showcase of getting back to school. You know, we're the first county in the state, so we'll, it'll be interesting to see what uh, transpires. Hey, Kenny, let's try this. Can you put your phone on speaker and maybe to hold it away from your mouth a little okay. bit? We're getting a little okay. bit of feedback. Yeah, I think. Can you hear me? Yes, you sound Is better already for sure. Okay, I'm, I'm just getting ready to pull into this parking area so. well, well be careful okay. be careful <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right okay kenny nielsen is our guest today he's the mayor of washington city uh you had a big resignation uh, uh just what last week uh, roger carter who has been your city manager for quite some time announced yeah. that uh, he is leaving and he's going to go be a professor full-time at southern utah university your first reaction when you heard about roger leaving my first reaction was, oh, dear. Yeah. You know, I, Roger and I, quite frankly, have developed a really good friendship, not only professionally but personally, and I've enjoyed being around Roger. He's an extremely brilliant man. He, he knows uh, city government in and out. He knows city uh, protocols and city, the inner workings of city and state, and that's such a valuable resource to have. Um, and it's not a valuable resource to lose. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's been with Washington 16 years. Wow! But but you know what? Sometimes it's maybe it's time for a new adventure. And I'm thinking Roger felt that, and he is a great teacher. The the people that I've seen him intern within our city, one of them is the now mayor of Cedar City. And one of his things that he really excels in, in my mind, is teaching. And I think that is a passion of his, and I believe that he will continue to do that. And actually, in his new, in his new uh, position, I say uh, good luck and God bless you and what you do, Roger. And we're grateful that we had you for the time we did at Washington City. You know, it does. It will create some uneasiness, which it has. And the process is we are in. We are in process of receiving applications for uh, to replace him, and it looks like we're getting a strong uh, response from all over the United States. So, how, how big is Washington before, City now? How, how many uh, population? We're, we're pushing. We're pushing thirty-two thousand people. Wow! In one mm. city, yeah. So not that's not necessarily well, not small town anymore. That's for sure. Um, no, we're not. When you look at, the, I, I think maybe people. I know I didn't before my wife started working for uh, city city government. I didn't have an understanding of what the city manager does, and um, 
you know, with, with all due respect to the mayor and city council, the city manager is a guy that deals with the day-to-day operations of the city from everything from utilities to power to water to, to uh, you know, managing the employees. And uh, it's a big, big job. It's huge. We have, you know, we're, we're pushing 250 employees. Wow. Uh, and the buck stops at the city manager. You know, our, our city council... You know they they oversee the city manager that he reports to them, but the day to day, like you said, when somebody's lights don't come on and somebody gets shut off and the power and uh, all that, you know, if if a, a pipe breaks or a sewer clogs, sometimes that city manager gets that call and and he deals with it. You know, he he's the uh, He's the heart and soul of a, of a city. Does uh, I, I would think, and just my experience with having known quite a few city manager, managers over the last 20, uh, well, about the last 30 years, I've known city managers. It's a tough job to, um, what's what's the word I want to use? It's a tough job to to uh, keep your ethics in place. Uh, I You had a city manager not that, not that long ago. I guess it's been... 17 years or something that got in some legal trouble for some some things that that he was doing uh you know you, you deal with all this money and all these uh, these things that that come with being a manager of 200 and something employees and we've seen some of those, some of these guys get in a little bit of trouble uh it, is it you know as a mayor it seems like everybody's keeping an eye on you but it seems like the city manager really has a, has to stick to his guns when it comes to that kind of thing Kenny yes you you must have somebody there that has integrity that mm-hmm. you can trust that will run the 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 day to day financial aspect of of a city uh, on the up and up on on a level that's uh, above reproach because you know now uh, the buzzword in in government is transparency mm-hmm. and we all we all throw that out like it's some brand new word but it's not. And but that is such a key element of an organization such as a as such as a city to have that transparency. And you've got to have somebody that can get those numbers available and, and show them and make sure that uh, the the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed and that the balance sheet balances. And yeah, we're not like the federal government. We don't they don't have to balance anything, but we are required <laughs> by state law. You know, to balance to balance our budget, and Washington City, since I've been mayor, has grown from about a forty-five million dollar budget to a seventy-six million dollar budget Whew. in a little over a decade, and and you know that's a lot of money, and we need to make sure that uh, that's accounted for. Yeah, for for sure, and and that includes a whole treasury department, and and uh, yeah, of course all that, they all have those. all the other things, human resources, and and expenses. The whole the whole works. Um, you talked about having two hundred plus employees. Uh, you know, I'm familiar with it. Yeah, you've got the utilities, and you've got uh, you know the power, and you've got the parks and everything. Are there some employees that we don't even think about when it comes to a city? I, I mean, city manager. I you think about everybody in the office building there, and those out uh, climbing the power poles. What, what else is out there, right. Kenny? Right. Well, you have power, you have water, you have sewer, you have utility, you have parks, leisure services, you have uh, IT. And you have the finance, 
you have um, did I say public works? Uh, you have a, a myriad of things, and you have your law enforcement and your fire. That's right. So you have, um, there's a lot of different entities, a lot of balls in the air that you have to juggle, and, you know, uh, very uh, kudos to Roger for, for having the ability, quite frankly, to do that uh, on a sustained basis. You know, uh, you hear that an average average lifespan of a city manager is five to seven years. You know, he's exceeded that. Uh, down here, it's been more of a iconic. You know, we've had city managers for 40 years and some in the 20-plus years. That Ralph so, McClure yeah. was how long? I, I, I don't know. I We had just moved back. It was a was long there. time, though. A, yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, that's kind of uh, we're kind of iconic down here with that. Uh, whether that's good or bad, I, I I don't have a dog in that fight. But but it's it's good to to know that you have that kind of stability that somebody knows your city uh, workings inside and out too. So it's kind of like you know I, I I do sports broadcasting, Kenny, and uh, my job, my dream job, was to be the voice of the BYU Cougars. I wanted to do that either that or the Utah Jazz, or you know, pipe dream was Dallas Cowboys. But I wanted to be the voice of, of BYU. That job has had exactly two people in the last fifty years. It's had <laughs> Paul James and Greg Rubel. There's been one opening since I've been an adult, and obviously I didn't get it. But I mean, you know, those those kind of jobs, if they're good jobs. They don't come open very often, and so I would imagine, and and you can maybe address this a little bit, your candidates for the city manager position, you've got to have a pretty darn good uh, pool of candidates to choose from. I would, we would hope so, and, and you know, it, it's the mayor and council's responsibility to, to uh, interview uh, the candidate and to select that next city manager. You know, and in my mind, I take that very seriously because we are selecting someone that will run the city into the future and beyond. And that, you know, mayors and council members are temp, temp, temp jobs at best. And so I would, my goal and hope, and I'm pretty sure it's our council, is that we find somebody that will uh, be strong and, and progressive and, and a great manager, uh, as they say in uh, Toy Story, to infinity and beyond. You know? So, <laughs> yeah. Are, are you looking you know, for for youth? Critical. Are you looking for youth in this position? Someone maybe in their twenties or thirties? You know what? I don't know. I don't know if I'm necessarily looking for that. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to be looking for the right person. Okay, that that could be somebody. That's in his twenties or thirties, or somebody in his forties or fifties, or maybe even his sixties. Uh, I'm not interested personally in someone that would come in and then work for three years and retire. Right. We need to. We do need to to uh, look at that all aspects. Unless that person was so fantastic, we couldn't not hire him. But but that would be kind of one of my my thoughts and some of the criteria I'd be be looking for. Do you have a timeline on when when you're going to get this done? Well, first, when is Roger's last day? Roger's last day is on the twenty first. So okay, we have him for another basically another week. Week from tomorrow. Yep. Uh, week from tomorrow. Uh, I I don't perceive that we are going to go out and get the first the first person that we uh, that we interview. I I want to make sure again. Uh, 
Andy, that we have in our minds the right person. And whether that takes a month or six months, I'm not, I'm not worried about that. Okay. Obviously, one of the requirements of city manager, you have to live in the city. So it would be someone more than likely would have to relocate and, and move to Washington City, whether it's, you know, someone that's even in St. George or Santa Clara or whatever, or more likely probably someone from, from out of the area. Uh, so that would take time as well, uh, too, Kenny. So uh, obviously, this isn't something that that you guys are going to get done overnight. And how long no, do you, how long do you anticipate being? I mean, you don't know, obviously, but how long do you anticipate being without a city manager? And who's going to run the city in in uh, Roger's absence? Well, usually that falls the mantle falls on the role of the mayor for the administrative part of it. The legislative part of it again would be the city council which that's their, that is their function. Uh, you're right. We're, some of the challenges we may find, Andy, is can this person afford to live down this area? <laughs> can they afford point. to live in Washington City? Or do we say, well, you know, we really want you. And, and I, I don't know. That's something we have to address uh, down the road. We, we do... I don't want to knee-jerk and, and rush this process. I want us to really be very thorough and, and at the end of the day feel confident that who we selected is that is the right person. Well, you've got an extra bedroom in your house, right? They could just come live with you for a while. I, I have a full basement. My kids are out now. And there's, <laughs> there's two beds, a bath. We don't have a kitchen downstairs, but, you know, if they'd be willing to cook for me, maybe I could uh, – <laughs> Can arrange something. Yeah, really. If they're cooking clean, come on in. Yeah, oh, yeah. Come on in. <laughs> we got a couple of callers. You okay with taking a caller too, Ken? <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. All right, here we go. Caller, you're on with Andy with Mayor Nielsen. What's on your mind? Good morning, gentlemen. Well, I just uh, heard the uh, the call basically for a new city manager of uh, of Hurricane, and I was wondering if uh, what the what's the pay and the benefits? Is there a retirement plan? Can you give us a little uh, little information about what the job pays and uh, the benefits of being a city manager from a employment standpoint? You, you did say Hurricane, by the way. It's Washington, actually, but oh. uh, you're, you're with it. You got it. No, I, it was so close, her, but I did miss. So for, uh, hurricane, uh, for Hurricane no, City, it's 200000 a year. <laughs> hurricane City, yeah, 200000 a year. Kenny. 365 days of, of uh, vacation time available. Uh, in Hurricane, right. yeah. What about Washington, though, Kenny? <laughs> okay, okay, in Washington City, uh, I'm not uh, at liberty to discuss salary, and I wouldn't do that in any way on the radio. And uh, so uh, we do have a really good benefit package uh, for health insurance, and et cetera, et cetera. We have 401K. We have those. Uh, one thing that we've been very proud of in Washington City is uh, our benefits, We've we've been able to recruit some very good people in other positions for that reason solely. So um, other than that, you know, they get a standard vacation, uh, things like that. But it would be based on experience. Uh, we have a min, we have a max. You know, like everybody, like every position, uh, city manager position. Quite frankly, is probably one of the top paying positions in the city, as it should be because of the responsibility that we place upon that individual and the accountability that we place upon that individual. So. Well, Kenny, can you give us a, a range of what the pay is? I mean, you know, you're going to be posting this job somewhere. You're going to be 
uh, putting it out somewhere, and you're gonna you're gonna give a, a price uh, or a salary range, aren't you? Can you can you ballpark it at least, Kenny? Oh, I can ballpark it. A million to three million. <laughs> no, I know it's Come not. On, that. Look, this is a very serious question, and and you're pay, taking it very lightly. I'd like to know what the job pays. Well, we'll probably start around a hundred thousand, and we could go up to maybe a hundred fifty, hundred seventy. Okay. And is there a pension plan? Yes. And what is that? Who is that administered by? Uh, URS. Utah and Retirement System. Yeah. What's Utah the retirement system? period? Okay, so you you would get a uh, a pension if they were a city manager for say ten years, they would be vested uh, in the in the pension plan for uh, having basically a part time career. No, city manager is a full time career. Well, if they're there for forty years, but if they're there for seven years, then it's not a it's not a career. Yeah, but, but I, I think your retirement is based on how many years you put in. So it would be a pretty small right. retirement if you only went seven years. Well, my point is is that I'm rather concerned about all of these pensions that we have in, in uh, state and city government. And every other uh, state is having a, a difficulty tra- uh, paying these things out. And so I was just curious whether the city manager is also going to be one more person added onto that role. And, and you answered that. So uh, I appreciate it. Thank you, Kenny. All right. Thanks for the call. You're welcome. Uh, all right, let's go to line three. Seth, you're up. What's up, Seth? Uh, uh, my MBA is in human resources. Really? The previous caller is uh, is uh, asking pertinent questions. The first question I was asked, why can't we eliminate that job? Is there another way? Is there another approach? How many employees did you say you had? Uh, usually at the peak, we're about 250. 250 employees. Uh-huh. Now, what would, you, what would you think if I told you you could probably do it with 25% less? That'd I be- wouldn't debate it. Well, uh, I could come with a piece of paper and a pencil and a computer and uh, analyze each job. Do you have somebody in, re- in human resources that their entire job is to determine how many employees it takes to do each job? Uh, I do not. Exactly. And that's what I find in the county. That's what I find in the city. Nobody is tasked. I was tasked. Your job is to find out if it takes 10 employees to run a particular department when I left, usually there were five. Hmm. And this is in business. This is not in government. Because somebody says, I need a new employee. Well, we just run out and hire a new one. But, and that's why my taxes are so hard. And I, I, I assume that next November, you're going to raise my taxes again at the Water Department, the Water Conservancy District. Here's the problem I have with what you're saying, Seth, is you can you can go in and you can say, okay, to, to be efficient, we're going to cut these five positions out. But 
what happens almost all the time when you do that is you end up taxing the people that stay behind. I don't mean taxing money. I mean taxing their energy. Uh, and you end up with the, the department not being as good as it was. So I can see – I understand the need to be economical and maybe cut back a little bit. But, boy, I, I'll tell you what, almost every time quality suffers when you do that. Well, this is what I found out. Mm-hmm. The employees hate their job. They don't want to come to work. They're sick all the time because they sit there and pretend they have something to do. Hmm. But when I leave, I've analyzed how many debits, how many credits, how many invoices they do per day. And you'll find that most jobs people don't like because they have to pretend they're working. Hmm. Okay, so that's exactly uh, opposite of of what you just stated. And the important part is it's not an unlimited gravy train that you can continue to raise people's taxes to the point where they can't possibly feed their family. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree with you there. I will say There's this. an end to this. This is, this is not, uh, okay, uh, uh, a job comes open. First thing you do is find out, is there another way we can do that and save $150,000 hmm. plus benefits that may be 30 or 40% on top of that. Now we're talking close to 200000 yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, but- this is this is not chicken feed, and and I, of course I don't live there, but the Mister Mayor sits on on the uh, Water Conservancy District, and he just went ahead last year and raised my taxes. Hmm. Okay, hmm. I'm sort I'm sort of tender about that. No, I don't blame you. It comes right out of your pocketbook. Well, I, I can play with whipped cream and taxes, uh, but it had no effect on the people who voted to raise mine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, there needs to be somebody in every organization whose job, and maybe several people, to find out how many jobs and how much we pay them, and and all kinds of details, so that when they come to work, they really do produce what we're paying them for. All right, Seth. Got to go to weather. Uh, made, you made your point. I think it's a pretty good point. Uh, you know, and I almost don't feel qualified to comment on it because my entire career I've done jobs that have nothing to do with going to work and clocking in. They have to do with you come to work and you do the job, and when the job's done, you go home. It's not – I've always been in that kind of job, and that's that's what has worked for me. Welcome back. Thanks for joining me today. It's 939 on News Radio 949 KDXU. With me today is Mayor Kenny Nielsen from Washington City. And Kenny, we're going to go right to the phone line. has got another caller on with you. Go ahead. Okay, great. Caller, you're there. You uh, you with us? Yes, I am. All right, go ahead. Uh, you know, I'm being going to be a little facetious, okay, right? I enjoy open mic. I enjoy, enjoyed it with Mike McGarry all the way through. And then we have Frank and I kind of shudder, but Frank has left us now. But Seth seems to take over the airway. Why don't you put a special segment on for uh, for the he dominates the whole time? Give it, give him a, a day, a one a week, okay, for the whole show, because he's so brilliant and he's so smart, okay, right? Hmm. But he is really facetious. Let me tell you, that's hmm. all I want to say. It it spoils the whole show when when Seth gets on. Okay. Uh, hopefully, you've noticed I've tried to limit his uh, his uh, uh, calls on the show to about twice a week, and I try to keep him to three minutes when he is on. But you're right. He, okay. 
I, yes, I noticed that, you know, but he seems he's the first caller, normally the first caller of the whole show. So, but anyhow, it's a good show. I enjoy it, okay? But do something with him. Okay, thank you. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Seth is, uh, you know, Seth is, uh, I'm not going to say he's like a bad penny. He keeps reappearing, but Seth is very dedicated to the show. And uh, it's funny when we do live appearance, mayor, appearances, Mayor, uh, at the travel show yeah. or some of the other places we've been to, I, I, I get a lot of comments about Seth. I, first of all, I, I really thank all the listeners and they come by and say, hey, I love your show. I listen to it every day. And uh, I would I would say that about four out of five are like, yeah, you got to cut back on Seth. There's too much Seth. Uh, and, but there, then, like I said, one out of five are coming through saying, we love Seth. We, you know, you need to put him on a show every day and stuff. So, uh, and, and it's been a, dis, uh, he's been a, dis, a topic of discussion in our management meetings as we talk about the show and where we want to go with it. And, uh, and, uh, you know, the caller's right. I, I, I think, I think Seth does. Uh, add some things to the show, and when he comes in on topic, I really, I really like what he has to say. Occasionally, Seth comes in and he's way out in left field, and that that always makes it tough. So, Kenny, tell uh, tell, tell yeah. me about yeah. uh, tell me about your city council now. You had a city councilman leave, is that right? Yeah, we had uh, one of our city council members had an opportunity that he really couldn't pass up, uh, so he he boxed up his family, sold his house, and uh, moved to. Uh, a uh, little town in uh, a little more north than than Washington, and and he's uh, pursuing something he's always wanted to do. And I uh, congratulations to him. Now, like now, now, said, now, who is this? Dan Clough. Dan Clough. Councilman okay. Clough. Yeah, and, and took it took a job. And and again, the thing that we have to remember, folks. Every town in every city in Washington County has a part-time mayor and a part-time city councilman. And, uh, and and so all of these people, well, almost all of these people have regular full-time jobs and careers in something else besides politics, and including Mayor Nielsen here. Uh, and, and, uh, you know, I, I, I think about what you guys do and I think why, why would anybody subject themselves to that when it's a volunteer part-time position? So I salute you, Kenny. I don't know why you do it. I think you're crazy, but I salute you. <laughs> well, you're very kind to say that I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed my time. Uh, what I enjoy the most, can you hear me? Okay. Sure. Okay. Is, uh, when I get a chance to get out and meet the people of Washington city and other cities and communities and work shoulder to shoulder with other government officials. It's uh, it's a real eye opening uh, experience for me. And it has been, you know, you, we all should appreciate that every one of us has an opinion and sometimes we don't agree with those opinions, but uh, it's our right and our privilege to, to share those and express them. You don't have to agree with them. But um, it's kind of how we're, uh, how the country is now, you know. You can't even disagree with somebody without being called some kind of something. Yeah. And uh, why? Why can't I, why can't you and I be neighbors and still disagree about uh, politics or, or where to shop or what color skin I have or you have? It just, it just befuddles me that we can't. Uh, be more civil one to another. And, it's weird uh, because that's a byproduct of our society right now. And, and I think a lot of people aren't even sure why. I mean, we have our theories. That, you know, did Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or whatever, did, did, did that do it? 
uh, to us? Is it the anonymity of just a comment section on the internet? Uh, what what is it that made has made it so that we feel like we can we can be that way to our fellow human beings? I, I've never felt that way, and in fact, I try to yeah. conduct this show to you know where we we're not calling people liars unless we have a real good unless we can prove that they actually actually were liars, and and uh, so I, it's amazing to me, Kenny. And, and I don't like I said I don't know that we even know why we just know that it that it's true. Yeah, I I think Andy, it's a combination of all that you just said. Yeah, yeah. All right. And, so so let's... My, my my philosophy is uh, we stopped having dinner together as a family at the dinner table hmm. at night. Might be might be a big part of it. <laughs> let's uh, let's go back to the phone lines. Uh, caller, you're on right. with, with oh, Andy no, and with I'm Mayor Nielsen. How are you today? Doing good. Hey, Mayor Nielsen. How you doing? Long time. Good. So. You actually used to be my brother's boss at ICS way back when. Where's your brother? So, Where's Gavis. your brother? Gavis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, been a long time since I've been able to say hi to you. I heard you on the radio. Hey, when are you going to come over and teach our mayor, Pike, how to be a mayor? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I had to. I'm sorry, Andy. So, <laughs> it's good to talk to you, Kenny. I, I hope your family's doing well. So, thank you. Thank you very much, and I will not answer that. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks but for the call. Tell your brother hi, will you? I will. Thanks, bud. Okay. All right. Bye. Yeah, that, that was a loaded question right there. Uh, and I'm not going to answer it. I know Kenny would never answer answer that question. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, Kenny, uh, back to the city council uh, position. Uh, Dan, when is Dan leaving, or has he already left? And uh, how are you going to fill that open city council vacancy? Posted uh, the vacancy. We've had some applications on our next city council. We will, which is on the 26th. We will, uh, it closes on the 17th applications. We will get those forwarded to myself and the council to review. We'll have uh, each candidate come on the 26th, either in person or virtual, whatever their preference is uh, with with COVID. And uh, then we will whittle it down to one candidate. But we will have that done that night. So it could be a long night, it could be a short night. And you said that was the 26th, is that what you said? 26th, yeah, is our next uh, city council meeting. What, uh, I believe that's it. What, what will go into picking a candidate to, to replace uh, Councilman Clough? Is it uh, uh, experience? Is it uh, youth, energy, excitement? Is it uh, what career, the regular career is? Uh, I, I guess all those things, Kenny, maybe? I, I All those. You know, you look at our current council and other councils, they're not all out of the same uh, cookie cutter. Yeah. You know, we have we have one in, that's in insurance, one that's an engineer, one that does sales, one that's retired. You know, Dan was in education. So uh, you have such a wonderful, broad variety of people that will apply for this. And it'll be fun to see who did and, and uh, who will convince us that they're the right person for to fill that seat. The seat will be uh, vacant. I'm not vacant. It will be filled for a year and a half, and they will they will take that position, and we'll need to uh, um, run again. Should they choose to want to continue as a as a council member, and that would be November 2021 is when their when their time would be yes. up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, 
what are you going to consider uh yeah i mean that is really some interesting races for the council seats that were open in this last election uh would those uh, those that ran before and maybe just missed out would they be leading candidates would you say if they apply i would i would i would think so um i don't i don't know right now who's i know of two that have a couple that have uh, put their hat in the ring so to speak and one of them uh, and that's not been well i don't know i can't say that i think there's some that did run previously i i would look forward to having them do so so um, i encourage any and all that would be interested in in politics and and helping our city out to, to apply all right, uh, Mayor, let's take one more time out. Uh, when we come back, okay. we'll finish up. We've got about uh, 10 minutes or so left, 12 minutes uh, left okay. in the hour. We're on with Mayor Kenny Nielsen from Washington City. Real quick, a chance to thank Joe Shoney. Joe Shoney's been a sponsor of the show since I've been here and a long time before that. Uh, Joe Shoney is a loan consultant. He's, uh, basically, he wants to help you get in that house or maybe refinance your house or reverse more, whatever it is, home equity. He, he covers it all, but his focus is on making sure you're happy, communicating with you, uh, the, well, him or one of his team will call you every day and let you know what's going on with the loan. Uh, and uh, he, that, that is borne out in the online reviews. He averages 4.92 out of five stores. Incredible number. That's a nearly, well, over 400 reviews, 409. The most recent one, Melissa, says, Joe got our loan done when no one else could. Joe and all his staff were very friendly. Uh, Peggy in St. George says Joe and his team were on top of all the items needed and communicated to me very promptly. They answered all my questions, which made me feel confident that everything was being handled in a timely manner. Yeah, incredible reviews. 4.92 out of 5 stars. Joe Shoney, 435-590-6300. Email him at joe.shoney at nafinc.com. Welcome back to the program. It's 9.51 on KDXU. We've got Mayor Kenny Nielsen on. If you want to chat with Kenny or I, it's 673-5890. Kenny, you doing all right, man? I'm doing great. Pre- the breeze up here is really nice. Appreciate you coming on. I might turn around and go go. It is a beautiful, it is beautiful up there. Well, when their high is 90 and ours is 104, it kind of like, oh, yeah. maybe I had to spend a yeah. little time up there. And then if you go up Cedar Mountain and go up to Bryanhead or something, the high oh, is yeah. going to be in, you know, like 80. So, 80, yeah, yeah. But we love where we but live, even, doing, even with the heat. Andy, I'm doing, doing all right. Good. Yeah, life is good. Life is good. I, I'm sending. I'm taking my daughter up to BYU on Friday. She's moving up there, and uh, so uh, I'll, I'll, I'll have one kid left at home. But uh, it's, you know, when your sons leave, Kenny, it's like, hey, go yeah. get the world, son. All right, way to go. And, and then I'm just experiencing for the first time now my daughter leaving home, and it's kind of like, do you have to go? Oh, you can you can stay here. Yeah. It's okay, yeah. you know. Yeah. Please come back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is this your only? You have just one daughter? No, I have two. I have a sixteen-year-old as well. So, awesome. Awesome. who started uh, high school uh, ju- her junior year today? today? Yeah, first today? day of school. Uh, you don't have any kids left in school, do you? I do not. No. I have grandchildren now that are, that are in school. So it's quite. Yeah. quite Quite an interesting uh, uh, thing that they're facing right now with the masks right. and everything. But uh, can yeah, I, that's a, that's a whole different 
two-hour radio show. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we would get the phones lit up all all hour long. Oh, you would. I wanted, you know, I wanted to follow up a little bit about uh, about what Seth uh, said and, and cutting back on things. Do you guys occasionally, as a council and as, as a mayor, do you do, do you evaluate positions, evaluate departments, and go, all right, now we need to we need to cut the fat a little bit in this department or that department, or do you just kind of have to leave it to your city manager and trust him that 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 he's going to make sure that that we don't have any bloating going on? Yeah. Now, quite frankly, during my term that we've had as, as i've had as mayor we have done that we've reduced some staff we've cut out uh, a couple of departments not big you know that uh, so we've, we've done that it's not really uh in, in my view the the role of the council and the mayor to do so mm-hmm. that's why we have department heads that's why we have a city manager you know he he's the guy that is the pulse of what goes on through his department heads to, uh, hopefully they they have the foresight and the uh, ability to, to look at positions and say, can we scale this back? Does it need to be eliminated, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And then uh, we would probably uh, support it, you know, support those decisions. But typically the day-to-day um, operations like that, the city manager is your guy or your gal or so. Mm-hmm. Now, so you go into a, a situation, for instance, the Washington City Community Center. Uh, you have memberships, people pay to get in and everything, but uh, it still loses money, Mayor. Is, is that something that, yes. that you go, okay, we have to justify how much money are we willing to lose in order for to still provide this service for the community? I, I guess that's the kind of the reasoning? Yes, that's, yeah. You, we, we look at not only that but we also look what benefit has this community center uh, brought to not only our community but to the county we have people that have memberships that live in cedar city that live in the hurricane that live in st george and ivans and mesquite so that come up here and thoroughly enjoy that venue now we are constantly and i know this that the the staff and department heads up, up there constantly evaluating uh, positions and roles, and and that's probably been one one area of our uh, city that we that we've probably made a lot of changes to and continue to do so. We don't want to lose money. Uh, that's not uh, that's not really what we want to do. We want to uh, if uh, you know break even at, at the very least, but we've got to find and tweak ways to do so. So. Uh, maybe there's additional programs we can introduce. Maybe there's something we can uh, eliminate to to beef up another program. I mean, there's a lot. It's it's a continual process of, of of working the numbers, working the personnel, shifting here, shifting there. Um, it's it's, not, it's a a never-ending story. Never-ending story. All right, we, we got another two. We got a couple of callers. Let's see if we can sneak a couple in for okay. the top of the hour. Caller, you're on with Andy okay. with Mayor Nielsen. How are you today? Yes. Good morning, Andy and Mayor Nielsen. How are you doing today? Great. How are you? Great. Excellent. Great. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Just one little kind of tongue-in-cheek note on hiring then that new city manager. You're <laughs> kind of serious about this. Just vet them and make sure they're not a California liberal coming in here disguising as a <laughs> conservative, for one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, one other 
kind of question I had. It looks like, unfortunately, <laughs> we got a big plume, a gray, smoky sky coming in from the west here. To, any idea which fire this one's coming from? Yeah, there's a huge fire in L.A. County right now. I mean, we're talking oh, about 15,000 acres, and it, and it's 0% contained. So, I, oh, I, no. I, yeah, I made the comment earlier on my show that uh, we're probably going to get some smoke from that fire, and here it comes. Oh, no, here we go again. I can see it here. Yeah, oh, that's I'm horrible, in, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm I in your heart. appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks hey, for the thank call. Thank you appreciate for the it. call. Have a great day today. It is at 9.57. Mayor, I wanted to talk for just a minute before before uh, the show is over about high school football and, and, and of course, high, uh, just schools in general starting today. Um, uh, I've made no bones about it. I'm a big supporter in opening up businesses and, and, and opening up schools, for that matter, and, and having talked to it not only with my own kids but with other kids and athletes. And I think this is absolutely crucial for the mindset of America. You say, oh, what does mindset matter? Mindset matters because people uh, people get their self-esteem from the ability to go out and make a living, from their ability to go out and learn. And, right. I mean, I know right. my – you know, my, Kids, kids love to sit around and play Xbox and stuff like that. But you know what? After a while, they're like, "Man, I I gotta get out and do something." You can only play Xbox for for so long, or, so long, or PlayStation yeah. or whatever. That's gotta get old. Yeah, That's you gotta, gotta get old too. I, I'm not an Xbox guy. I I like the Wii bowling and the Wii golf is about, <laughs> about as far as the video that I go. But I agree, Andy. I think we we've got to find that balance so that. We can get out and we can play football or, or we can golf or we can play basketball or, or tennis or soccer or any and all of those sports, Andy. And, yeah. and um, who has the answer? I don't know who has the answer. I wish I had it because I could probably turn that into a very lucrative career. Yeah, you know, and, and that being... But I, 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 you go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, that being said, I think if we like this stuff and we want this stuff, we've got to protect ourselves. Wear a mask to the game, socially distance. I know yeah. you, you may be like, I don't need to do that. Well, just just go ahead and do it so that we can keep school, so that we can keep football, right. so that we can keep these businesses open. Well, let's let's take the, the grocery industry right now, for example. I know we're, we're pushed for time, but yep. you, you can't go into Costco without a mask. Whether you want to or not, or you can complain till you're blue in the face. But they're going to look at mask. All right, Mayor, we're out of time. On. 